103. It's the best bits of Manchester's best breakfast show all stuck together in MP3 Sellotape. Love Mike and Chelsea. Love the Toulon cast. Hello, I'm Mike Toulon. Hello, I'm Chelsea. Hello, Chelsea. Hi, Mike. Thank you for downloading our podcast. Q103. Toulon cast. So it's the quarterfinals today, the latest quarterfinals at Wimbledon. Uh, neither of the Williams sisters are through. Nadal... Uh, Rafael Nadal might be forced to quit Wimbledon after reaching the quarterfinals. He suffered this foot injury yesterday. He's having an MRI scan today. Uh, they think he's possibly broken his foot. Um, I wish I could get him that quick if I needed something. Yeah, I know. There's no what NHS. Before? Oh, no you have NHS. to wait 17 hours. <laughs> yeah, you have to wait 17 <laughs> months. Um, so, Chelsea, I thought you and I would play. Do you remember this from last year? Yeah, I do. Questions tennis. <laughs> now, I said earlier, this is a brilliant game to play down the pub. I was playing this with a few people at Wim uh, Wimbledon, at uh, Glastonbury over the weekend. Um, and same thing to you, isn't it's it? It's the same thing. It's all down Pims south and, and sunny. Strawberries yeah, Pims and, and strawberries and champagne. <laughs> um, and uh, this is a great game to play if you're stuck with someone in a car. or Which, so, which is now the M60 clockwise yes. is horrendous. So you can play this now. You can play this now if you like. This is a game that I invented, actually, yeah. which uh, I'd love to turn into a board game. Uh, and it's called <laughs> Questions Tennis. And it's basically a game of rapid questions where you and someone else just ask each other non-stop questions, but all the questions have to make sense and follow on from the previous question. And that you can't repeat. You can't the repeat. Question. So yes, the rules would be so for example, I asked Chelsea a question, she has to return my question with another question. The questions must all make sense. No nonsense, no pausing, no repetition. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah. it. So no nonsense. So I can't say, uh, Chelsea, where's that top from? And she says, Do you like goats? Because that just doesn't make sense. No. She'd have to say, Does it look expensive. So that was my first question, so I'm all out. All right, so we take it in turns to serve. Normal uh, tennis scoring uh, applies. Uh, Chris, our producer this week, uh, can you do the umpire bit? Yep. Okay, do you yep. know how the scoring for tennis works? No, no, no. <laughs> Not really. All right, it's no. 15, 30, 40, then advantage if you're both on the 40, then you go to the uh, game. And love if, the, if it's a zero. Yeah, okay, okay. bear with me, bear with me. <laughs> Don't confuse him with love, Chelsea. <laughs> Many men before her. <laughs> uh, okay, right, so here we go. So I will, I will start with a question. You're serving. I will start. I'm just limbering up now. Oh, this is a great game. Right, I'm limbering up now for a question. I know, okay. So, so you've got to repeat. You know the rules? Yeah. You know the rules? Yeah, yeah. Okay, you've got to return my question with a question. No nonsense, no pausing, no repetition. Okay. Okay. So, Chelsea, is that top new? Uh, it is new, Mike. Uh, do you always wear blue? Uh, no, red's normally my colour. Haven't you normally seen me in red? Uh, I have seen you in red, um, but um, I know you're a big Manchester United fan. Are you still a big fan? I am, but do you know how much season tickets cost? Uh, I don't know how much season tickets cost. How much are they? Do you think I know? I think you do know, uh, because you're such a big fan, aren't you? Uh, I, I, I am a big fan, but unfortunately, uh, due to... Uh, some... oh, oh, no! No, no, no! Fifteen love. Yeah, Fifteen love. Well done, uni. Right, okay. Chelsea, <clears throat> let's have it. Let's have your first ball. Um, did you enjoy Glastonbury, Mike? I had the most amazing time. Have you seen my tan? I have seen your tan. The way it just stops at your elbow. Did you wear a t-shirt a lot? <laughs> have I got builder's arms? Yes, you have got builder's arms. Uh, have you got a builder's bum? Uh, I, uh, you, t don't tell me, Chelsea, that you haven't seen my bum, because we both know you have, don't we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure that's technically not, in. Not but, really, no. Uh, I think I have seen your bum. Um, did, um, did you get it out much at, at the festival? Uh, no. I was mainly concerned <laughs> with keeping my bum inside, and this has taken us sinister turn, hasn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has. Uh, did you get stuck in the mud? 
Uh, did you see the pictures? I did see the pictures. Did you have a barbecue while you were there? Uh, no, because you've tasted my cooking, haven't you? I have tasted your cooking. Um, what kind of food did you eat? Um, I went to the regular <laughs> burger vans and to the Chinese noodle place, but unfortunately... <laughs> I invented this game, and you're better at about it than me. Right, OK. okay so 30 so what, love. 30 love. Yeah. 30 love. love to Chelsea. I hate it when Chelsea beats me at anything. <laughs> right, OK. Um... You're serving. I'm serving. <clears throat> Chelsea, you excited about your wedding? I can't wait for the wedding. Are you excited? Because you're coming, obviously. You're a guest, aren't you? Yes. Is it going to cost me a lot of money? No, you've already paid uh, the deposit, so if you break anything, that will cost you more. Are you planning on getting drunk? Um, if the booze free. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the booze is free to a point, and once you've drunk it, you'll have to pay more. Is that okay? Um, it's okay with me. Um, are you, are you, are you... Oh, no, no! <laughs> It's 40 love, 40 isn't it? 40 love. Oh, it's no. 40 love. I can't believe this has happened. <laughs> right, okay, so it's me... Because I, I just talk a lot. You've gazumped me. You're actually better at this game than me. <laughs> um, right, okay, so let me try and think. Um, <clears throat> okay, Chelsea. Do you want new balls before we start? <laughs> <I> mean, <fun. laughs> uh, Chelsea, in a minute, I'm going to play the brand new song from Jesse J. Are you excited about hosting Key 103 Live? I can't wait. I think uh, Example's going to be my favourite artist on the lineup. How about you? Uh, I'm more of a wanted man. Which one of them do you like? Uh, Max is my favourite, but he's obviously taken. Do you still fancy his wife-to-be? Are you talking about Michelle... What's her name? Yes, I am. Uh, she's in Coronation Street. Did you see it last night? I think you know that I did. Didn't you hear me talking about it earlier? I did hear you talking about it earlier. What do you think about Stella's accent? Um, I think Stella should have just stuck with her EastEnders Cindy Beale accent, but I was more concerned with Ken Barlow and the music running out. <laughs> <laughs> OK, that'll do it for now. That'll do it for now. Uh, so, Chelsea, in other words, you actually did, uh, you did manage to, 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 to what my uh, proverbial there. Yeah. My proverbial builder's bottom. Yes. Uh, so, we'll, well play, we'll play again another time? Yeah. Uh, or should we not? Should we no, I, I love this game. Mike and Chelsea. Um, I've just come back from Glastonbury. Chelsea was reading this story about some guy died in the VIP toilets. <laughs> and automatically... I'm sorry, I'm not laughing at that. It's no, awful. no, it's not funny. It's a but sad story. But I did think it was you. You thought it was me. Well, I just thought, oh, God, you know, midlife crisis, middle-aged Can man. we stop going on about this midlife crisis? Not, not used 40. to living this 24-hour lifestyle. Goes yeah. off to Glastonbury, gets all excited and suffocates in his own tent. Do you know, I actually nearly died twice on the way down to Glastonbury. Uh, the, the, there was myself and Gemma and Max, who works here, we were driving yeah. down, had a tyre blowout on the M6 doing I know, 70 miles. We saw your tweet. I, I put it on our Facebook site. Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, right. You saw the tweet. So yeah. you didn't actually text me to find out how I was. You just presumed that. Well, you look fine in your. I wasn't fine. I had to change it. you had on in the picture. I was wearing a high vis jacket. Exactly. So I could see that you were more than safe. I went into the boot and I did a manly tyre change to this, you know, the spare wheel. I had to do that jacking up thing. Did you put your uh, triangle out? I put the triangle out 100 metres away from the car. Excellent. Which is actually quite a scary thing to do because this car's whizzing past you at 70 right. miles an hour. Very, very close. Yeah. Um, and then, anyway, we got through that and then the quick fit guys gave us a new tyre. Right. And then... So you're boot thing didn't work did it no 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 it did i did i did the changing of the spare wheel but you can right. only get 40 miles an hour with the spare wheel yeah it doesn't make you feel like a man when you do that that's a proper <laughs> man's job that and um which is very unlike me actually isn't it, it? Very I, don't, unlike. I don't normally do any of those sort of alpha male I wouldn't have even 
thought you'd have known where it was. Yeah, that's what my girlfriend Gemma said. So you know how to do this? Yes, of course I do. <laughs> Not really. As the wheel falls. As off. the wheel falls off. Yeah, two miles <laughs> down the road. And then and then um, uh, then Gemma had a cigarette uh, in the back seat, which is very. Uh, I don't advise anyone it's ever dirty, doing. That. It's dirty. Dirty. This was this is because it was all a bit scary. Mm. And she just had a packet of cigarettes for the festival, and she dropped some ash into her bag and set fire to her handbag. Oh God! This is all in the space of an hour. It was really like, be allowed to go out. It's, it was like some road trip movie. We nearly <laughs> died twice within the first hour and a half of the weekend. <laughs> anyway, then we got there, and as I'm sure you saw in the news, um, uh, Glastonbury had everything that the, the British weather could throw at it. Yeah. It was it was torrential rain on the Thursday, kind of light showers on the Friday, and then baking sunshine, the hottest day of the year yesterday, and Saturday was really hot as well. The pictures, I've got to say, on about Friday of the mud were... Oh, man. We were just laughing our heads off at you. Of course you were. Of course, because uh, you revel in my misery. I think Locko's and finally was that um, people had literally been flooded, like like swept away yeah. by the floods, and um, we just mentioned you and laughed for about forty seconds. <laughs> Did you? Yeah. I think mud certainly was the defining feature. That'll be the. It was a quagmire. That would be the word I'd use. A quagmire, Charles. You know where every. That's a real word. That's even? a real word. Is yeah. It? Every single step was a battle. Oh. Do you know, like to walk a hundred meters up. Yeah. <laughs> And it's like, oh, God, I can't be bothered to see, you know, Kasabian or whoever it was. This, this is, I, I just can't watch it on the telly. I think next year, I should not do it next year. I think the, re, the year after that, I'm, I'm watching it on the telly. It's too much hard work. I watched it on the telly, and I've got to say, I was in the lap of luxury. Yeah. I was ten seconds from a toilet. Oh, And yeah. the view was pretty good. Yes, I bet. And it didn't cost me anything. But you you weren't there with the real smell of poo, no, though, were you? You missed out on that. It's a bit like, the weirdest thing is, right, if you've ever been to one of these festivals, um, there, there's 200,000 people all on various hills, and you can kind of see everybody, and it's like some kind of end of the world party <laughs> do you know like you know like those 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 sort of uh, disaster movies like the one where the asteroid hits the hits the earth or whatever yeah you know the, all the buildings are falling down and everyone kind of gathers together to hear the president and it's kind of like some big massive humanitarian disaster it's like that right you think that, that, how, how is there an entire city worth of people all on these hills <laughs> and we're all dancing and having a party uh, the best bits for me elbow were amazing uh, they were very good. Uh, Guy Garvey actually said, um, actually shouted out, Is Glastonbury the best party on earth? And I thought, well, that probably depends on your attitude towards hygiene. <laughs> For me, there's been some highs and lows. Uh, you two, of course, are amazing. Probably saw them on the telly. Yes, I did. There was a bit of a protest going on uh, about the tax, uh, the thing. That yeah, the, the, the guys tried to put the banner up, didn't they? Yeah. Because they moved all of his business to the Netherlands to avoid paying tax. So the anti-tax avoidance UK group <laughs> had done this, like, mammoth yeah, 23 But the poor things didn't even get it up. I know. They got wrestled to the ground. It was before. all a bit of a limp balloon. I think they should have just let them put it on. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, if you saw it on the telly last night, Beyonce was just absolutely amazing. Beyonce, I mean, she was very, for, for my money, and this isn't a criticism, she was very American. Yeah. And she was very, okay, let's hear it for the girls. And yes. it was all a lot about the, 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 the girl power. And there's a lot about how, you know, uh, Michelle and, and the other one from um, uh, Kelly. Kelly. Kelly, let's hear it for Kelly. And then she sang. Let's hear it, y'all. Then we all had to sing happy birthday to a guy called Steve. Oh. And I, thought, oh. I had a bit of girl love for her legs. Oh, man. She has got serious pins, hasn't she? She used to say that she had, like, big legs, didn't she, and a big bum. Well, that's not true. Because I would swap my pins for hers any day of the I week. have said to you on many occasions, Chelsea, if I had to die and I had any choice in the way that I went, it would be actually to be, strangled to by be strangled by Beyonce's legs. <laughs> I thought she looked lovely, loved her hair. It was yeah. all very natural, wasn't it? Yeah. And do you know what? You know, when you watch her, I always thought, that's what Leona 
could be if she had like you know if she was a bit more sassy kind of thing yeah if she had a personality <laughs> yeah it's true she had she she had him probably high heels on really yeah for, for the weather little boots and uh, uh oh it's like a very ripe horn section and all her band are all females aren't they, 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 they so the big to, mamas the big well they were the big mamas but the, everyone even the drummer the guitarist everyone's a female she refuses to employ any men Chelsea actually went down to uh, London upon Thames uh, to actually get the wedding dress. Yeah, so I went, how, how did it go? How did it go? It really well. I went to bring it back home, and um, we got there on um, on Friday, and it was quite a warm day, and it was still a little bit big. So they said, um, "Is there any way you can pop back later?" And I said, "Well, yeah, that's great because um, I didn't really want to trek around London with it all day." So we went back at four o'clock, and um, she'd put it in this bag, but it was like it was just one long bag. It was a, a seventy-two inch long bag. 72-inch long bag. Yeah. But, Chelsea, you're probably only about 36 <laughs> inches tall. How did you... She was dead tall and handed it to me. She's wearing these massive heels. I was in my flip-flops. And I'm trying to struggle with it in a taxi, and there was an armed guard to my left. Um, where the shop where no, it is... What kind of shop were you going into, no, this armed guard? It's opposite Tony Blair's house. Is it? You know, he still has a 24-hour armed guard in London. Oh, no, I didn't know yeah, that. Yeah, he does. It doesn't surprise me. Anyway, so I got into That'll this... That'll be to protect him from Gordon Brown. <laughs> I got into this taxi, you know. We got to Euston to come home. And, You're um, carrying a 72-inch high yes. bag. Can I just... I'm trying to work out how would you carry With this? With my hand above my head. You know that thing that people do in crowds to, to sort of identify themselves? Yeah. You actually walked around everywhere with your, your hand fully if, erect in the air. if you watched Idiot Abroad, um, he actually met um, some guy from, like, Africa or Asia or somewhere, and um, he actually decided to keep his arm in the air forever, and it actually got stuck there. That's how I felt. Right. Like, uh, like I had my arm just pl completely, completely inconspicuous. So I get to Euston um, in a taxi, and um, I've got my mother, I've got about 76 bags, and I've got a 72-inch long long wedding dress in a bag and I just heard this little <laughs> this little voice yeah. uh, it was this guy and he went hello need help need help <laughs> and I turned round and it was my knight in shining armour Rashid on a disability assistance vehicle who decided that one of the, the beepy things that you get at airports <laughs> and yeah. at train stations yeah. that, that the elderly and the infirm yes. and the disabled would sit on yeah yeah. And then and then they make a real beeping noise. Meep, yeah. meep, meep, well, meep. Lovely. We're coming through, everyone. We're the special people. <laughs> lovely Rashid clearly had uh, identified the fact that I needed help of some description. And he went, get on. So my mum's on the front. Listen, you can do Rashid's voice. No one's going to accuse you of being a borderline racist. <laughs> no, it was lovely. It was the nicest man ever. Um, th this is a picture of my mum chatting to Rashid up the front. Oh, Rashid looks lovely. Pretty nice. Let's stick Rashid on our Facebook site. Uh, so my mum's up front with Rashid and they're discussing... Uh, Asian weddings. He was going to one the next day. Thousand people they, over many days. And I'm in the back with all these things. Do you know, he didn't only take us through Euston, he took us to the platform. And then he said to me, what coach are you in? I said, see. He took us to the door. <laughs> no, he didn't. Not joking. Really? And then I got on, I thought, right, I've got a 72-inch bag, what the elder would do with it. So it ended up being in with the driver. The, 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 the wedding dress actually went next to the driver. Yeah, you know, it's got a cab either way. So yeah. if you're going towards Manchester, the other end's empty, isn't it? They put it in with the like where the driver would be over his seat. That's one pampered dress. I know. It's a mess now, but oh, really? it's a good trip. Are you happy with the dress? Yeah. Is it good? It's hanging up in my mum's house at the moment. Is it? Under a white sheet. Can I see it before the big day? Uh, no. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Uh, I'm Mike Toolan, and this is Fizz. Uh, this is Jenny McAlpine from Coronation Street, um, who's covering for Chelsea for, for, for one day, because Chelsea's on her Hendu.
in Huddersfield. Don't ask. It's near Oldham. It's near Oldham, apparently. That that sort of way up by Yorkshire, just to, just to the right of Yorkshire. Um, now, Fizz, I don't know if you saw Corrie last night. Fizz is is still being hounded by this policeman, and uh, the poor Fizz State from Coronation Street. She's been arrested for three murders that she didn't commit. Mm -hmm. And uh, on this show, we believe in fighting for justice and freedom for those, very much like Amnesty International, for those who've been unfairly or mistakenly treated by the law. And I think there has been a miscarriage of justice here, Fizz. And I think you you just love John. Uh, I might be talking to you like you are Fizz, actually, Jen. Sorry, you just go. go. You, like most people do when they see in yeah. the street. You're in love with John, and you were just blind to everything else around him. You know, you couldn't see the the, the wood for the trees, and now you've got yourself in the, in a pickle. I have got myself. You're in a right pickle. old pickle, aren't that you? Is, that is that is the term a pickle or a tangle. A tangle. You're in a right old tangle. Yeah. I know. It's terrible. I know. I've got a feeling this storyline's going to run and run, isn't I've it? I've got a feeling. I think, yeah, tonight's, tonight's episode is is, uh, <laughs> is not good for It's Fizz. not good. No. No. Okay. Um, there's, there's even now a free Fizz campaign. Um, and it's, I think it's freefizz.co.uk. Some, some fella, I think his name might be Nathan, has actually set up an entire website, which we're going to have a look at in a minute. Um, and I've not seen it yet, but apparently it's a... Have you seen any it's, of it yet? Yeah, it's, it's amazing. Really good. And he's got this Twitter site, and he's just set it up of his own accord because um, he thought this is going to be... Uh, this is not going to be good news for Fizz when he saw that policeman knocking. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, yeah, it's, it, I think you can get T-shirts and the oh, song. Oh, hang on, I'm on it now. The Free Fizz campaign. Oh, it actually does support Amnesty International UK. Um, there's free fizz chatter. Look at there's a picture of you behind bars. Oh, oh that's a weird picture. It's brilliant. Uh, if you're listening, Nathan, I'm well impressed. There's a, a free fizz uh, T-shirt. Uh, don't let fizz go to prison. There's all sorts of merchandise on there. Message boards, uh, ringtones, um, and there is a song. There's a fizz song which we're about to play now, uh, which um, I've, I've heard a snippet <laughs> of, which does sound just like you. And it's by a band called The Fizz Pops. Go on, I haven't heard the whole thing. Okay, let's have a listen. This is uh, The Fizz Pops on Key 103 and I Don't Want to Go to Jail. All I did was make one mistake. <laughs> for a cycle, kill a coach on step. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Hello to um, Bev in Ashton Underline. Says, morning, Mike and Jenny. Oh, hey, you see, yeah. Where's Chelsea? Where's that's Chelsea? Showbiz. Hey, that knock knock. That's oh. showbiz. <laughs> uh, morning, Michael. I'm only joking, Chelsea. <laughs> she's still listening on the way to. Love you, Chelsea. Uh, Have a nice time in Huddersfield. Yeah, she's off to Huddersfield for the weekend on some sort of uh, Hindu thing for the spa. She's doing some spa treatments and all that caper. And then she's out on a night in the town in Huddersfield. Can they hear us in Huddersfield? No, you can't. I, so we can be. Semi, can we be? Sometimes you can we be offensive about when Huddersfield? I go, when I go past that um, that man um, who's got his house in the middle of the M62, I admire once him. Once I get past him, you go crackly. Okay. Oh, do we? Key one three goes crackly past Actually, that man. Not now. I've got DAB. Oh, have you got the old DAB? Oh yes. Oh yeah. yes. Look at you in your fancy 2011 ways. Yeah. Next, you'll be getting one of those mobile phones. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Bev in Ashton Underline. Says, morning, Mike and Jenny. This week I'm going to my son's football presentation at Queen Elizabeth Hall in Oldham. That's near um, Huddersfield, I believe, yeah. yeah. Uh, Gaz in Middles uh, Middleton was listening to that song. Someone has recorded a song about Fizz not wanting to go to jail, which we'll play a bit of. Not all of it, mind, but just a little sample. Uh, we don't want to spoil people. We don't, we don't want to You've got to share it out between gotta, all yeah. the radio stations. Absolutely. 
No, I think we're the only one who's played it so far, aren't we? But, I mean, that's only the beginning. It's the thin end of the way. You're trendsetters. Uh, Gaz and Middleton says that would be great if that song was actually played while Fizz was sat in court during that trial. <laughs> Can you imagine that? It'd be so, funny, wouldn't it? Maybe we could get it played in the Rovers just really subtly. Yeah. Mixed with a Jesse J. Hey, listen. It, well, if Becky's still behind the bar, there won't be anything played subtly. Uh, Rachel says, Hi, Mike and Jenny. Would like to say how, uh, how admirable... I find what Jenny and her dad do for mental health. You haven't done anything for my mental health today. Uh, Jenny and her dad. Is, dad, your, your dad, actually, we talked about this last time in the show. Your dad runs this charity called Mood Swings. Mm-hmm. Um, and he's got himself one of those obes, isn't he? Yes. He he's got an OBE. Yes. And you're yes. actually, because he's done such uh, admirable work, isn't he? Yes. So, and you guys, are you going to go down to the palace? I think so, yeah. I think we're going to have a fight out between the family who goes. <laughs> we've got quite a big family. So, uh, yeah, we'll see. Maybe who gets the best hat will win. Camilla's a big fan of Corrie, isn't she? Yeah. And does the I Queen... Does yeah, the she, queen she came. She came year. up, she came up, didn't she? Did you meet yeah. her? Yeah, I met her. Yeah, I was in the official lineup. I was one of the only people who was trusted, you know. Yes. <laughs> well, they've got to go with the more sensible members of the cast. Uh, yeah, you wouldn't I be letting Chesney nice anywhere near royalty, would no. you? No. No, or Schmeichel. We didn't have him in the uh, lineup. <laughs> so, so well, definitely your dad, then maybe you're going to be going to, to, to Buck House. Definitely, yeah. Wow. Buckingham Palace, yeah. Oh, fantastic. Look at that. Look at you and your Practice fancy ways. Practice In fact... Really, you should be curtsying now. Really? We should. Well, really, yeah. Well, actually, as you, you mentioned to me off air earlier, as, as the daughter of someone who has an OBE, yeah. tell everyone what that actually means officially now to you. Apparently, it means that if, if we wanted to, Mike, we could get married in uh, St. Paul's Cathedral. We could get married in St. Paul's Cathedral. It's yeah. worth marrying you just for that. <laughs> Firstly, you're on telly. <laughs> Secondly, we could get married in St. Paul's. Fizz State from Coronation Street uh, in, in Weatherfield in Salford um, who tonight gets arrested for three murders that she didn't commit. I think so, yeah. And she doesn't want to go She doesn't want to go down. There's even a rap on that song. Uh, hashtag Free Fizz on Twitter. Uh, it's not done by, by Jenny herself. It's done by another guy called Nathan, and fantastically so. It's a amazing. massive big it's absolutely campaign. It's to do with me, but I'm very impressed, Nathan. So tonight, Fizz gets a... Re- that policeman's had it in for you since day yeah, one, hasn't yeah. he? Yeah, I'm, pr- I'm not revealing anything because the producer did say this on this morning, so I think we're all right. Yeah. That, uh, that Fizz is uh, going to get in some trouble, but yeah, tonight... Um, I think the old handcuffs come out again. You're going down to old clinky. I'm going to cry again. Last night was the only episode I didn't cry. You didn't cry, cry in, in and then, and yeah, and yeah, then the policeman comes and ruins it again at the end. Uh, the Free Fizz campaign is is gaining momentum oh, as we speak. Yeah. There are websites... Oh, is the MP listening? Which MP? If you're MP? listening, any of you, if we could get a mention in the House of Commons, that would be amazing. You need that, don't you? I think so. Because yeah. they got one for Free Deirdre, you know that, don't you? Yeah. Did yeah, they? Yeah, This one was about 97, wasn't yeah, it? The, it was the Free the Weatherfield the One campaign. So come on, Manchester MPs. Yeah, get get Fizz out of jail. Yes, please. I'll do what I can, Jen. I, you know, but my, my hands are tied on this one. I do believe in fighting for justice, You're not freedom. You're the police, are you? I'm not the police. <laughs> I'm not God. Fighting for American justice. Uh, yeah, and actually, the, the the profits from that song, there has been a song released, which you're not here to plug, but the profits actually do go to... Am- <laughs> Am- it's just a coincidence. It's not the 
fish show. It's not supposed to be. It's, it's not. It's turning into it. I think because the song's been released this weekend or something. The song has been released this weekend. All profits go to Amnesty International online, which is very good. Which is a fantastic yeah. organisation. Done some amazing work over the years. Online, you can get to uh, freefizz.co.uk. Watching a bit of Wimbo, Jen. I watched it yesterday with all them squealing. Oh man! Honestly, I had to put mute on. All the all the Angry Birds yesterday. Yeah, it was the the, the four biggest grunters uh, in women's tennis yesterday. There was um, the, the the Czech woman Petra Kvitova, and she she grunted herself through to to the the finals. Uh, and she was beating that Belarusian woman yesterday. And 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 then of course Maria Sharapova, who is Queen Gunt, Grunt. There's no one who, who, who grunts like uh, Sharapova. She shrieked her way past that um, that German, um, Sabine Lisicki, on centre court. And it was three ear-splitting hours of... <coughs> the biggest grunt is in town. It's terrible. It was ear-splitting. <laughs> um, I myself think it's less about the tennis, more about the grunt. So Chelsea and I did this the other day. I'm thinking, you up for a bit of grunting? Go on, then. Do you want to have a grunt off? Yeah, go on, then. Okay. This is what it's all about. This is the reason people actually watch Wimbo. Okay, so you're going to get yourself in the zone. Uh, Trevor, the producer, can be the uh, the umpire. Um, are you ready? Okay, so we'll just do a quick grunt off. Right. You ready? Here we go. Ready. Hang on. There it is. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> Who won? No, that was out. <laughs> yeah, we'll give that to you, Jen. We'll give that to you, Jen. You grunted like a true professional there. You were the queen of the grunts, just for a minute there. Uh, it, and did we think Andy Murray can actually do his play? I've actually really got a sore throat now. Well, how do you think they feel? They have to do it for three hours a day. They don't, they don't have to do it. No, they don't. But you know the reason they do it? Because it psychs out their opponent. Because and and then what? What yeah, the, then? There's the counter grunt. It doesn't psych out the opponent if the opponent's doing it too. Well, that's the counter grunt. So right. both you end up with major gruntage, and and both of them are completely grunting, and and one apes the other one's grunt. I Is think it? if we could invent a non-squealing tennis player and take it to Dragon's Den, we would be. Do you think so? Millionaires. Okay, it's worth a shot. You pardon the pump. Actually, you're Hendy, so where, where, are you, where are you going? What's, what's happening Well, what I've done is, um, uh, just so, so as not to go into a too much detail, which I know I'm guilty of at times, um, I've done a list, which is a summation of the weekend. Right, OK, right? so the summation of, of your Hendy. Okay, OK, so there's eight of us, yeah. minibus, Huddersfield. Can I stop you there? <laughs> there's well, no, eight of you? Yeah. Who, who are the eight going? I don't think you had eight friends. Well, I'm one of them, obviously. Oh, right, I was going to say, yes. Um, is one your mum? Mum. Yes, OK. Linda's going. Is one your nan? No, nan's no. not coming. So there's me and my mum, and then uh, my uncle Robert's over from Australia. That's my mum's brother, and he's brought his girlfriend, Sarah, who's never been out of the Southern Hemisphere. So right. she's very excited, Sarah, she's coming. So she's never been out of Australia, no. and the first place you're taking her is Huddersfield. <laughs> oh, my God. Yes. Poor then woman. Uh, my mum's from Offerton to Huddersfield. <laughs> yeah. Frying pan and fires. We, uh, we look after her. Yeah. Then there's my mum's best friend, my auntie Anne. 
Oh, yeah, she's... Um, she's lovely. A bit of a party yeah. girl, isn't she? She is a bit, yeah. She never swears ever unless she's had a wine and then she's got a foul mouth. Oh, she's like a navvy. Then you've got my best friend Rachel, who lives up in Scotland, so yeah. she's come down for the occasion. She just... Um, you've got Nicola, who works for the cooperative who lives around the corner for me in Offerton. Kirsty, who's a teacher, she's out on strike today, normally teaches in Marple. Uh, and then you've got my friend Lisa, who's a policewoman. <laughs> oh, God, really? Yeah. So, out of all of them, then, who would you say, if you had to categorise it, because whenever women get together, you always get the different categories of women. Yes. Who is the one who's most likely to end up crying on your hen do? Crying, oh. It's going to be you, isn't it? It might be me, um, me, yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, who's the one who's most likely to... Uh, cop off with a random person. <laughs> oh, probably. That'd be Linda, uh, won't it? No, my mum. <laughs> oh, my Linda. Like <laughs> I'd say Lisa. <laughs> Lisa. Lisa's going to cop off with some of you. Well, Lisa's Lisa got a boyfriend. No. All right. Okay. No. Uh, who is the one with the really uh, gobby mouth when she's had the booze? It's like an, an evil twin comes out. Kirsty. A lot of Kirsties when they get drunk yeah. get a bit potty mouth. Kirsty's like um, like a, a coiled spring. Is she? That's been over WD forted. And she's just she's, ready to, to oh, yeah. explode. Yes. So she doesn't curse, she doesn't go out a lot, and when she does, it's like, well, hey, here yeah. I am, let's yes. drink for England. Yeah, until okay. she runs into a student, so then she has to be quiet. Who is the uh, the bitch of the group? <laughs> who's the one who's going to turn a bit nasty when she's had the booze? That's you, isn't it? My mum. Your mum? <laughs> Linda. She'll put us all in our place. Okay. Yeah. Um, and are you worried that your mum's, is any kind of naughtiness going to happen, do you think? you? Won't? I don't think so. They're organising something, because we're going to this uh, place, um, in fact, loads of listeners recommend it, so that's the reason I'm going. It's called Titanic Spa in Huddersfield. I've never been before. So Dane not, Bowers Dane recommended Bowers, it. Dane Bowers, weirdly enough, recommended it. So not on only Twitter. not only are you taking this poor relation of yours uh, to Huddersfield for a weekend, <laughs> you're actually going to a place called the Titanic. <laughs> what the, the Titanic in Huddersfield sounds like the least appealing venue ever. It looks ever. a bit like Botany Bay from the outside. It's does a converted it? mill, and it's it does loads of treatments and yeah. things. I've booked in yoga for us. Um, we're doing well, yoga combat. And circuit training Hang Saturday morning. No. I'm circuit training? WTF? <laughs> <laughs> what is that, LOL? Is that too much? I, 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 who wants to go circuit training? Me, on? I've got a dress to get no, into. No, Chelsea, these, these hens just want booze and men and then uh, more booze. But we are going out on Saturday night. We've so. arranged a little minibus into Huddersfield for some cheese. But you're touring music. an old cotton mill. No, it's called the Cotton Factory. I'm thinking it's cool. No, it it's looks it's cool, cool on the website. Cotton ain't cool. Silk's cool. It's it's got it's it's a bit retro. It's got like exposed brick wall with dance floor. Yeah. yeah. It's got you know cocktail with uh, a pizza. Do you think any of uh, any, any 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 of the hens are actually listening now? Uh, I hope some not. of them might be. I hope not because I th I think they're all going to start making their excuses. <laughs> Oh, the text is starting to come in. I'm sorry, I've got this weird <laughs> mystery virus. I can't. I'm already planning the massive bag so I can nick all these slippers and dressing gowns. I was going to say, yeah, if you're staying at yeah. a spa, there's yeah. going to be a bit of that, is it? The, Being the klepto that you are. The tip is never nick them from your own room because they obviously know they've gone missing. No. Take it from the trolley as it's refilling the other rooms. Oh, yeah, you get yeah. your free little mini bottles of shampoo, Absolutely. your free shower caps. <laughs> all comes in handy. Look after the pennies yep. and the pounds look after themselves. Yes, they do. Uh, have a great weekend. Thank you. Chelsea and I were just having a conversation about candles. Chelsea gets married in... <gasps> 
just over two weeks. Yes. Sweet Mother McMurphy. <laughs> Are you sure? Yeah, yeah. You can change your mind if you want, you know. <laughs> no, it's cost too much and there's been uh. too many plans and emails sent. Yeah, OK, fair enough. It's all about the money, really, isn't it, this stage? <laughs> yes. Uh, anyway, so Chelsea's getting married and she's actually having some candles flown over from... Where was that weird little candle shop you went to? It's not weird. <laughs> <laughs> What's that it's cheap... weird place. Cheap little candle um, shop. What was it called? It's called Melt. It's in... I think it's Clitheroe. Yeah. And, yeah, I drove about 55 miles to pick these candles to actually then fly out to me wedding then realise that they're too heavy to sense and now everybody who I know has got to have a candle in their suitcase oh really yeah. Every, everyone's bringing <laughs> candles over the weight. at a piecemeal rate <laughs> we got one candle each at Manchester <laughs> Airport um, women are obsessed with, with candles my, my Gemma uh, we now live together, and um, uh, my house has become like some sort of chapel. And there are candles. She's as uh, tight as me on the electricity. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no, I think she does it because it's nice and cosy. But for me. And they it, smell nice. They smell nice. But for me, the number one advantage of candles is it hides untidiness and dirty floors. Oh. So if I'm cooking a dinner, I can light all the candles and she gets home and she goes, oh, the place looks so nice and cosy. She can't see the cockroaches <laughs> right, or the yeah. red wine stains on the white the floor. mushrooms on the floor. <laughs> yeah, any of that. <laughs> it hides a multitude of sins candles, doesn't it? Do you cook in the dark? No, you don't cook in the dark, but then you can sometimes eat by candlelight. Oh, kind of right. right. Yeah. We're at the early stages of the relationship, Chelsea. Oh, There's romance God. No, we involved. have the big light on. <laughs> oh, yeah, you have the big light on with the cheap bulb. Um, the but, one that starts off very dim and takes about ten minutes to get bright. Oh, do you the use one of those? Ones. The energy-saving ones? Yeah. Um, I find those annoying. Got them on offer for 20p, it uh, Out of anything in life that needs to be instant, it's a, it's a light bulb, really, <laughs> isn't it? I haven't got time to turn it on and for, then, for it to ramp up to its full Warm potential. Up, yeah. um, candles, when I... For me, and this is just me, this is a bloke perspective. Women and candles are different to men and candles. Candles for me are for power cuts and birthdays. Yes. You know what I mean? Yeah. But but no, my, my girlfriend, and indeed probably you, Chelsea, are just obsessed with the, the, the whole, you know, uh, romantic side of candles. And we have, honestly, we've got these big church candles. Yeah, you there's know, some you don't light. Uh, I'd probably say the ones. Yankee ones. What's the Yankee ones? Yankee candles, that's a, a make. I think, isn't that Bob Carroll Jesus' uh, company? Oh, up in the Lake District. I think something like that. Bob Carroll Jesus um, and Spit the Dog actually have a candle company. Yeah, that's, that's what... Well, I think Spit's a silent them. partner. <laughs> <laughs> I don't, they, they, and obviously Joe Malone. Joe Malone. You see, they're too expensive. That is the equivalent of, of burning a £20 note. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you just wouldn't it do it, would you? It good. <laughs> yeah. And then, and then I come home and the, the house is in darkness and it looks like Gemma's there and surrounded by candles. Are you contacting the dead? <laughs> I consider myself an absolutely fantastic salesman. Everything I touch turns to sold. People aspire to have a, a flash sports car, maybe a house in the country. I've got all that already. Where's my glass ceiling? I don't have one. I am Stuart Baggs the brand. I'm confident, I'm unique, and I'm successful. He is Stuart Baggs the brand, hey. and he's live with us now at nine minutes past eight in the morning. Good morning, Stuart. Good morning. How's it turned out for me? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, have you still got the sports car and the glass ceiling? Uh, well, definitely still got the glass ceiling, because it's often smashed over my head when I go out. But yeah. uh, still got the sports car. It uh, cost 100 quid, so... Uh, oh, really? But it's still a sports car? It didn't cost 100 quid. Look at me. Do I look like I dressed... Uh, uh, well, perhaps. Well, I'm not what? spending money on clothes, am well, I? No, you're not. What <laughs> Wearing some sort of body warmer. Yeah, a gilet, I think, is the... A uh, gilet. Yeah. It's all a bit billoddy. You'd never catch me in one of those. Uh, And what what design is that on your gilet? Uh, There's a little, like, it's like an ostrich wearing a top hat. uh, No, it's, um, I think, technically, it is a cockerel. 
It's a cockerel. Um, which may be indicative of the person that's wearing it. <laughs> uh, for the smart of you. As children, if you're listening and you don't understand, ask your parents. So this is Stuart Baggs, the brand, uh, from last year's Apprentice. Who, oddly enough, Chelsea was on uh, last year's Apprentice as well. You yes. guys, did you guys meet? Because you did like a bit of the traffic centre. Because you're all running around like idiots. I was, I was watching from afar. Yeah, I but what? Yeah, so what it was last year was um, they had to pick. You had to pick a number of designers. Uh, this was down at the traffic centre. Yeah, it? but this was in London. They had to pick designers, and then you all got an empty shop in the traffic centre, one each, and then they had to bring the designs from London up, and s- whoever basically sold the most designs in their store won. And they were both offered an advert to be placed on the big screen, and one team said yes, and one team said no. Stuart was in the team that said yes, and I did the advert. We didn't win, though, did we? No. No. So, Chelsea, you didn't really help them, really. (laughs) So, in many ways, we kind of need to have a chat about that, don't we? (laughs) So, hold me responsible, mister. I already have. (laughs) Um, Chelsea, by the way, does a a mean Zoe Beresford. Uh, And listen, spoiler alert, spoiler alert. If you didn't see The Apprentice last night, stick your fingers in your ears for a second, okay? We always get told off when we we, we ruin it for people. If you didn't see it, if you've sky plus it or you taped it or whatever, don't listen for a second. Come back to us in 10 seconds. Have they gone? I think so. I never liked them anyway. No, I What's don't. wrong with them? <laughs> what the hell are they on a Wednesday night? <laughs> um, anyway, so Zoe Beresford got knocked out last night. Chelsea does the best Zoe Beresford. I'm not being fully melted, but you've made your bed and now you've just got to lie in it. <laughs> are you taking the biscuit? <laughs> oh, good. Susan, I, I think I should be the team leader because I've worked in the food industry. I'm in the food industry, <laughs> Melody. Did you see it last night, I Stuart? did see it. And oh, I just man, want to apologise because when I was on The Apprentice and I got this horrendous pub, well, a public reaction i thought why doesn't everyone like i'm totally confused having watched it last night and thinking oh my god you know my face is bruised from smacking it against the table (laughs) and my hand constantly if that is how annoying people come across then i am sorry i will devote my life to something more worthwhile do we really think that the and this is no disrespect to you do we really think that the apprentice does pick the cream of British up-and-coming wannabe business brain. It? it does seem this year they've got a whole load of... They might have the qualifications, but they lack the common sense. I don't think they've got the qualifications, have they? I don't know, they, they don't seem to have any redeeming qualities. <laughs> I, I, I watch the show and I think, how did these people make it on there? I mean, there was that guy last night, Tom, who actually I really do like, and they were designing... He didn't see the printers last night. They were trying to design a new biscuit, and Tom came up with a genius idea of Immercrunchy, uh, which well, this is the bit where he came up with it. Have a listen. Oh, it's not working. But he came up with this idea called Immer Crunchy Biscuits, which were emergency biscuits. Mm. And I'm thinking, uh, has he been inhaling some aerosol? <laughs> because, uh, quick, let's, someone's been run over outside by a lorry. Has anyone got an Immer Crunchy Biscuit? Why would anyone want biscuits in an emergency? But emergency biscuit called Immer Crunchy or something like that. Yeah, no, that's a really well, bad idea. I didn't, what, the first thing that pops into my head with that is, if you're only having a biscuit when there's an emergency, you've not got an emergency every day, you're well, not going to sell that many of them. No. I don't know, maybe they could use them in the, uh, in the fire service, you know, <laughs> rather than attend this fire, why not just to <laughs> yeah. crack Turn out an Emer Crunchy biscuit? Emer <laughs> <laughs> Crunchy. But some of these ideas, I actually was thinking to myself, if I had to design a biscuit, I'm, I'm putting you both on the spot here because we want to talk about this, but if you had to design a biscuit, what biscuit would you have come up with? I, I came up with an idea for um, hot chocolate uh, over a marshmallow biscuit and I was going to call it a bitey. Uh, You're wasted on radio. I think yeah. so. A lot of people say that when they meet me. I would have stolen the idea <laughs> of my favourite biscuit which is a triple and added a couple more layers and called it a quadruple. Oh. Or a, a, one more layer really. Because you can quadruples four, isn't it? So it's a triple already. Oh, yeah, you add one. It, <laughs> yeah, you can't have five. Quadruple yeah, plus one. A quadruple with five of the best layers. Quadruple <laughs> and get one. Free. Oh my god, you're as daft as Tom. Oh, I'll, I'll end up on next year's series. What what biscuit if you if you could um... without question brandy snaps. 
It's simple. Oh, yeah. And it plays in with the whole ludicrous trying to stay famous act of calling yourself the brand. But yeah. It's working oh, yeah. so well. Bags the brand is, snaps. Bags is brandy snaps. Oh, yeah. That works already. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Um, Lord Sugar actually came to the house, didn't he, yesterday? Yeah. He never did that when you were there, did he, Stuart? Uh, he came once and caught me in my boxer shorts, <laughs> as I recall. It was happy times. Is it? <laughs> I had to delay filming briefly uh, whilst I recovered from my excitement. But um, D- do they, You must get a tip off he's coming. No, the, the thing is, is that... Oh, actually, I was going to say none of us are stupid, but actually, evidently, all of us are. Yeah, yeah. A, we're on The Apprentice, and B, 15 <laughs> of us don't get the job anyway. Um, but, you know, you see his car pull up outside, and they're yeah. filming, so you kind of think, why are they setting up cameras outside? Yes. Um, you know, the Dom Jolly's come to set us up, or Alan Sugar's about to walk out of that car with AMS1 written on it. So that really house is tremendous, isn't it? Is it the same house that you lived in, or is it a different house? No, it's, it? a, it's a different house this year, but it's obviously a lot smaller than um, the one I live in, um, day to day. <laughs> but, uh, you know, needs us. It's, it's tough time. Times, you know, yes, people have got to start yeah. to economise. I think though. if yeah. I opened the door on a Sunday morning and it was Alan Sugar stood there, it would frighten the living bejesus out of me. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I'd Sunday... just try and be his wife. Would you? <laughs> I think you have to. Has he, has he got a wife? Yeah, she's okay. lovely. Okay. What's he, what's he like when the cameras stop rolling, Lord Sugar? Is he, is he a nice oh, guy? Is he a nice guy? Exactly not really the same. I is he? With you. Exactly the same. Um, I remember saying to him once, I feel really ill. Um, and he just said, pull yourself together. Oh, really? So, thanks very much. Thanks, thanks, thanks for all the sympathy. Yeah, we don't need NHS reforms. We just need Lord Sugar saying, <laughs> sort yourself out. Sort yourself out. They yeah. did that uh, at home with Alan Sugar, didn't they? And it was at his uh, house somewhere abroad. And he met his wife and everything. They, they live an extremely extravagant life. But then he's also lost money in the past. So he's quite mm. humble with it. But he's just very... <laughs> humble? Kind I don't of. Think that's like, in some often... ways. But he's very black and white, isn't it? It's, it's, it's one or the other and there's no in-between. I once interviewed him at the Great John Street Hotel. You oh, know, he opposite. He didn't like you, did he? No, I say he didn't like me, Chelsea. He, Did he have a go at you? He, uh, we didn't click. Right. I found him very, very That's grumpy. A good way of saying he yeah, like he didn't you. like me. <laughs> <laughs> it's not that he didn't like me. We just didn't get on. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this music always reminds me of the bit where you've got to go back into the boardroom. Yeah. You know, when the phone rings and that woman picks up the phone and goes, "Hello," like she doesn't know what the call is going to be yeah. about. Sir Alan, Lord Sh- we'll Sir Alan will see you now. Lord Sugar oh, will God. see you. Now. What you mean? I can get cheaper electricity. <laughs> Tell me more. Yeah, I'd love yeah. to know. <laughs> what, what does she look like? Because we never get to see her. She's a bit like you know the mum in Tom and Jerry, and you only ever get. To see, see the leg. stocking foot. Yeah. We only ever get to see the, the, the receptionist hand. What's she like? In our year, incredibly attractive. Was she? And I say that with confidence because my girlfriend lives in London, so you can say okay. She, I can say that. That's fine. Is she just an actress though, bro? My in? girlfriend. Yeah, I pay her. <laughs> 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 I She's just an actress, surely, isn't she? She's not really work for it. Oh no, she's not. That's a set. No, of course it's a set. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. She's definitely not here. Well, hang on. Whoa, 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 whoa. What do you mean it's a set? That, like board, a child that's just found out that Christmas is not real, even though it is. Christmas is real. It is real. Yeah, absolutely. No, the boardroom is in a studio. It's, Which that's studio? A false, um, you know, the Bridge Cafe. I googled it last night. You know, they go to this Bridge Cafe. Yeah. So, do you know this? So, by two brothers, Jerry and somebody else. It was their father's business and they bought it. Ben? For was it Ben and, and Jerry? No, no, it wasn't. Don't be Sorry. silly now. Sorry. And um, it's just down the road from the studios where they film, which is why the rejects always go in there. And it's now become like, you know, like a New York hotspot. Oh, has it? Kind of it's on like the movie the tour. And they say, this, there was a quote in the. I googled it last night and it said um, we find all the people that come by just a bit annoying we don't see what the big deal is it's <laughs> yeah. like they're boosting your business I was going to say it, it's great business for them they, they, yeah. they should have a big sign up saying we are the losers calf yeah. anyone who doesn't do well this week <laughs> comes to us Mike and Chelsea in the morning. Do you know 
that bit where they did um, uh, the acting pitch last night? Uh, did anyone else find that oh, really uh, the, the, the role weird play role thing? Play. Oh man, I found that I was really cringing. That was the. the Do you want to share a biscuit? Yes, I would love to. Yeah, it's just all a bit. Strange. Are you offering? That's, or? that's Melody. <laughs> our own role play. And then um, Jim, um, who, who Jammy Dodger Jim, Jammy Dodger Jim. And then, it, and then he, he got that pitch from Asda, didn't he? The, the successful pitch for, to Asda. And they ordered 800,000 different That's loads brilliant. of his biscuits. Yeah. But it, partly because he promised them Harry Potter merchandise <laughs> and oh, a £30 million pound TV advertising campaign. I think he looks at you, Jim, like, really intensely. You know, like he can just see through you. Yeah. Like, everything inside. I can read your mind. Yeah, I think... Uh, and it was all three women at Asda. That's what I think he... I think he undressed Do you think he's playing all, Jedi mind tricks? Yeah, I mean, I thought that was really cringy last night. Was there, was there a bit, when you look back on last year's series, uh, Stuart, was there a bit of you, either yourself uh, or anyone else? <laughs> a bit. Um, well, I well, you, you know what happened, but there were 12 episodes last year, 11 of which were filled with me. So kind of from when it started to when it ended, um, looking back now, I can't watch them. They sent me the DVDs saying, here's something to remember us by. Yeah. Uh, and I really, I don't want to remember it. I'm hoping that... Uh, <laughs> really? Yeah, well, I don't know. I mean... I don't, I don't really cringe, to be honest, because it got a reaction, and that's funny, isn't it? It's nice seeing people yeah. get really angry when they see you, like, oh, I really hate you. You're like, oh, cheers, I don't know you, but... Uh, Who did you... win it? I can't even remember. There you go. It wasn't me, but um, I know who... he wins this year, and it is me. I make <laughs> a surprise return during the interview round. Actually, and, uh... when he first rocked up, Stuart said, do you want to know who's in the final two, who's down yeah. in the final two? And we said, no, 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 no. Oh, no so no. you know this already, don't you? I you can't do. say. I've seen the episodes ahead, because I'm doing the... Um, some commentary for the BBC website. Ah, now you're doing something for the Radio Times, aren't you? Uh, I am, yes. I started a new charity last week called Apprentaid. So if you go on the Radio Times website, click blogs, and then me, you'll see it. And we're raising money for, for myself um, and other <laughs> poor apprentice <laughs> candidates that have fallen on hard times, because I'm living in a skip at the moment, um, as is, I know, Laura and your local Alex Epstein. Oh, so yeah, Alex from last year. slightly nicer than his. How's um, from the previous year? I don't know if you know all the other contestants. There's Alex Wotherspoon. He's a nice lad. He's from Bolton, wasn't Tall. he? The big tall one who's Spike a male model. Yeah. What's happened to him? Is, he, is anyone seen him recently? I think yeah. he goes the way of others. <laughs> no, is he see... in that skit with you? Uh, the, hey, yeah, 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 yeah. He's I did see Ruth then. Badger on an advert for apprenticeships. Oh, yeah. Did you? Yeah. She worked for that Dandara, I think. It was like uh, a building a company. A company, I might add, from the Isle of Man. Uh. My hometown. <laughs> so I put that in yeah, there. Yeah, so Ruth's doing all right. <laughs> Take the it right back yeah, I wish you would. <laughs> <laughs> There's that, um, what's the name of the blonde one who keeps popping up on Sky News? The, the skinny blonde one. Um, she's a good-looking girl. Oh, yeah. Just for the benefit of the listeners, um, that's not Sky News on the TV at all. No, we're watching CBeebies. That's CBeebies. That's what <laughs> 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 let everybody know. No, we do What's watch CBeebies. the group? <laughs> yeah, that keeps us going as <laughs> yeah, we do the show. Uh, listen, it's been lovely chatting to you. Have a good day today. Thank you very much for popping in. This has been Stuart Banks, the brand from The Apprentice. I didn't see the fairy job mother last night on Channel 4. I've oh. seen it twice now. Was it the last in the... It's the last series. You love this woman, don't you? She's absolutely brilliant because the, the series first started and it was just sort of like, you know, one of them programmes on Channel 4 that if you missed it, you, you kind of never really missed anything. But she suddenly hit the big time. She got famous. Everybody loved her personality. Does she do, like, public appearances? She does her? now. Is she, like, yeah. really famous? Yeah, she is now. What's like, her name? What's her name in real life? I can't remember her surname. It's Hayley. Hayley, I mean, yeah. Hayley, because that's how she talks. She's from Yorkshire, isn't she? Yeah, she, and 
she's very black and white. She's very sort of like, take me as you find me. And um, I've absolutely loved it because I love the way they sit there, these people. She goes to a different place every week. She does a two-week course with certain people who have been unemployed for several months or even years. Um, and she tries to get them job ready, what she says. Um, and they sit there and they said, but why should I do a job I don't like when I can get paid to sit at home and do nothing? And they mean it, you know what I mean? So these are all these, these long-term unemployed people, but yeah. the, the ones that she has on the show are generally numpties, aren't they? Well, so they, 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 they don't take care of their teeth. Well, no, they do, they do pick a cross-section of society, uh, but a lot of them have lost a lot of confidence, and what she does is try to build them back up, and then they go for a job interview at the end, and nine times out of ten, they do get the job. So where was she last night? She South End, South End, I've got to say, is, uh, sorry for anybody <laughs> listening from this part of the world, is possibly like one of the worst accents going. South End? Oh. Down in South End? Hayley said to him, how do you spell South End? She went, S-A-R-F, End. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. South End. But the funniest thing of last night, because normally it's like, Here's Leanne, there's somebody else. But last night there was um, an unemployed person called um, uh, Chelsea. As someone who's always worked, Chelsea's finding it really hard being unemployed <laughs> and it's knocked to confidence. You see, right. it, there's a thing that is South End, the, unemployed. It's a typical Essex unemployed person's well, name, Chelsea. Here's Chelsea. I get really angry. I'm a very angry person. Mm, that, that, well, that you sure that's not you? I thought, this is me trapped in somebody else's <laughs> accent. <laughs> And it went on. Who are you angriest with, Chelsea? Who are you most angry with? This really is you, isn't it? You've actually taped all these shows off the telly. And again. Unlike the others, Chelsea has worked since leaving school. But since being made redundant, she's had to start claiming benefits for the first time in her life. I can imagine you being a redundo. I started laughing all the way. This is great. Um, I've been off from work for about maybe a month and a half, two months. And no offence, but I don't know how you can do it for years. It brings you down. It just gets you down. Gets you down. Gets you down. It's an uncanny resemblance, isn't it? I'm very angry. You're a very angry person. I'm a very angry person. It's you. Mike and Chelsea in the morning. And that was this week's Tool and Cast. We hope you enjoyed it. There'll be another one to download at the same time next week.